Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I'm not going to do my regular introduction because this is very critical information. This is information that must get to the people of God for the kingdom of God. And I want to talk about Daddy God, you hey, vah hey, and who is he? Who is he? And it has a lot to do with what is going on right now. Everybody in the Christian denominations, we know that God is a good God. We know that God is a holy God. We know that God is a merciful God. We know that God is a loving God. But did you know that God is a God of justice? Yes, he is. He is a God of justice and God protects his people. God also chastens his people. God also disciplines his people, but it's because he loves us. So why am I bringing up Abba Father, you, hey, vahe? Why am I bringing up Daddy God, Abba Father, you, hey, vahe? Yahweh, as you would say, or Jehovah, as some people say. But in the Hebrew, there is no J. So it's a Y. So it's Yahweh, okay? So who is he? This, this, this entity that basically rules the universe and everything in it, including us. We need to understand our God and his position. You know, I'm, I'm listening to all this evil in the world. And believe it or not, it's not as bad as it's going to be. Because right now, the bride of Christ, the church, as <laughs> messed up as we are, we're not perfect. We still are in the in pro in progress, a work in progress. The church, because God is coming back for his his bride with no blemishes, no spots, and no wrinkles. So we are going to get it together. But we and the and the Holy Spirit are holding back the forces of evil, where it's not totally taking over the entire planet Earth. But there will be a time when the believers, the rapture will happen, the believers of the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, and the Holy Spirit will remove themselves and let the Antichrist, let the false prophet, let the beast, let them reign and rule and deal with the righteous. There will still be, still be some righteous people left, believe it or not. 144,000 of them will be Jewish men we believe it's going to be Jewish men who are from the tribe, the 12 tribes, and they will go out and evangelize and be protected by God um, during this time. Yes, there, there, but there will be the judgment, the wrath of God. And a lot of people don't understand that God knows people's hearts. You can have two thieves like when Christ was on Galgatha at Calvary where there was one thief. They were both thieves. They both stole. But one's heart was transformed. One's heart recognized Jesus as the Messiah. One's heart called him Lord and the other one did not. Guess what? That thief went to paradise. That thief got saved. So God 
looks at the heart. And I'm, I'm setting this up for you to understand something. A lot of people are doing things and they, and they're doing it with evil intent. They're doing it with bad motives. They're doing things and they're trying to disguise it as best they can. But God knows your heart. God knows. God knows what is on your heart. And guess what? It's not just about bad actions. It's about the motives behind the actions. And God is a God of justice. God is a God of justice. He is going to clean up every evil work. Every evil work is going to be wiped out on the face of the earth. And human beings, he loves humans. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, Christ Jesus. He gave Jesus up to save the world. That means the world system as well as Humans, plants, and animals, the environment, the whole ball of wax. He loves it all. And he sent the most precious thing to him, him and the Holy Spirit, Father and the Holy Spirit, gave the most precious thing to them, the word of God, Christ Jesus. They gave him to die for us all. And guess what? He did die for every single person on this planet. However, you have to receive the gift. It is God is a God is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. And guess what? God is a God of choice. A lot of Christians don't want to hear this. God is a God of choice. But he he begs you. He begs you. To choose life. But you can choose. So we need to understand God is a God of choice. The, the most important choice that every human being can make on this planet in their lifetime is to choose Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior and be saved. And even in this, God will not force you to choose his son. He will let you have the right. He protects your right to not choose him. That's how much choice is important to God. He will let you choose death. Although he prays and he begs you to choose life. But he will protect your right to choose death. So we need to understand who is God? Who is he? I love history. I love American history. And there was the War of 1812. The War of 1812. Madison was president then, I believe. And the British had just defeated Napoleon and they came to retake America. They came to take the country back. But America is a God, a divine country. America, just like Israel, was set up by God to show the world, to showcase the world, the word of God and how you could operate with diverse people from all nations, from all tribes, from all denominations, all working together, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for 
all. America was supposed to be similar to Israel. It was supposed to be a showpiece, a showcase of God's power and love and how all the races, all the denominations, all the, all the ethnos, all the people of the world could be put in one nation in a melting pot, just like in heaven, like it's going to be in heaven and they will be under the, the God of the universe. Daddy God, you ain't by hey, and they will walk in the blessings of God, the Barak, the blessings of the Lord, makes us rich, enriches us, waxes us rich, waxes us wealthy, makes us wealthy. And Daddy God, you hey, by hey, as no toil, as no sorrow, as no pain, as no sweat to the Barak, the blessing that he's given us. He wanted this country to be a showcase. A sh- there was not supposed to be no racism in America. There was not supposed to be no sexism in America. There was not supposed to be no abortions in America. There was not supposed to be no injustice. There was not supposed to be a black man with a white police officer with his knee on this man's neck, killing him in front of the entire world. This is not of God. One of the things that God has showed me is that the abortion industry is from a racist spirit. Abortion was supposed to be Margaret Sanger was a white supremacist. She wanted to rid the planet of the black race. They set up the abortion clinics in the black community. They set up those abortion clinics to wipe out the black race. 40% of the boy babies that are aborted are African-American babies. And we only make up 12% of the population. It is a product of racism. But even in this, God will fight. He will protect your right to choose. He begs you to choose life. But he will let you choose. He is a God of choice. And I don't know why my people, my people, when I say my people, I'm talking about Christians don't want to acknowledge that. God, who is he? Who is he? So what happened in the war of 1812? The British came. Um, Madison's wife in a carriage grabbed George Washington's portrait and put it in the back of the carriage and rolled with fury out of Washington, D.C. as the British Army with thousands of soldiers came into the Capitol. And guess what? They were about to sit down and have dinner. The officers, the British officers came into the White House. They sat down and ate the dinner that was prepared for the president and his family. They sat down and ate the dinner off of their China. And then they all voted. Should we burn the Capitol down? Should we burn Washington, D.C.? And they set the White House on fire. The War of 1812. But guess what? Guess what happened? God sent a tornado. God sent a tornado into Washington, D.C. And it killed a massive amount of British soldiers. They were destroyed by God himself. So what am I talking about here? This is God of love. Remember? Remember the God of love? But he's a God of justice. And this is what I want to tell the people. 
It is a terrifying thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. And if you are unrepentant and unrighteous and you fall in the hands of an angry God, of the living God, of the one and only true God, Daddy God, you hey by hey, heaven help you because you're going to need it because he is God. He is holy. He is just. He is righteous. He hates racism. He hates abortion. He hates injustice. He hates it. He hates it. He has established marriage for a man and a woman. I have a friend. I love her with all my heart. I know her life. We went to school together from fifth grade all the way through high school. I adore her. She is a white female. I would die for her. And she was so abused by men. I watched her be abused by men. And towards the end of her life, that's that lesbian spirit came upon her and she is married to a woman, supposedly, quote unquote, married to a woman. And I still love her to this very day. But loving her doesn't mean I'm in agreement with her. And let me tell you about what happened here. We, the body of Christ, we missed an opportunity to be, to show the love of Christ Jesus during the AIDS epidemic. During the AIDS epidemic, we had men and women dying of AIDS. And most of the Christian people, not all, most of them said, you, oh yeah, you deserve it because, you know, you, that's a, that's a sin. We all have sinned. And falling short of the glory of the Lord. I'm no better than anybody else. I have sinned and I should die and go to hell. I should. But I'm not going because of God's mercy. Because of the blood of Christ Jesus. I'm no better than my friend. I'm no better than her. But God is a good God. We, I, God is not a Democrat. God is not a Republican. And God did not come here to be on the Democratic side or the Republican side. God came to take over. God's kingdom will come. His will shall be done on this earth as it is in heaven. It will not be a democracy when Jesus comes. He will be king of kings and lord of lords. Get this, get this straight. You don't know who God is. You just don't know. He is the real deal. God is real. God is holy. And God, yes, he is loving and he is merciful, but he is a God of justice. And he is looking for his people, the bride of Christ, to stand up and represent him. And we are ambassadors for him. And we do not take a side of the Democratic or the Republican Party. We are under the Lamb of God. We are under the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, you are very passionate. You are very, uh, I prayed on my way here. I prayed in tongues. That's right. I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit. I was raised as a Roman Catholic. So yes, I understand the word of God. And I am now in a Pentecostal church, but I, now, I am not a denomination. 
I am under Christ Jesus. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. And I will do whatever he tells me to do, wherever he tells me to do it, and however he tells me to do it. Period. God has had enough. And we have deception. We have deception. I look and I listen to the media. I look, I listen to CNN. I listen to Fox. They both have, are in deception. Both of them. Neither one of them is doing, you know, I, I, I don't want to be manipulated by anybody. Just give me the facts. Give me the data. Let me make my choice. Don't manipulate and color. But we've had yellow journalism forever. This is nothing new. But the body of Christ, Christ Jesus, we should have our eyes on Christ Jesus. We should be reading the word of God. We should be walking with God. We should be bringing peace. We should be bringing Harmony. We should be bringing unity. We should be bringing love. We should be bringing God's grace. We should be healing the sick. We should be taking care of the poor. We should be helping mothers who are pregnant. You need to look at, let's, let's just get down to the bottom line about this situation on abortion. Go back to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the relationship between the man and the woman. Men laying up with women having no intentions of guarding and protecting them and the child that's in them. Laying up with a woman and giving her the money to have an abortion. Laying up a woman saying, I don't know if that's my baby. I don't I don't know if that's my walking away. Let's get down to the root of the situation here. This relationship, that's where it begins. It's the man and the woman, but it's the woman that's left with the baby and has to make this decision. And the bottom line is this. I'm all, I I am pro-life to the hill. Matter of fact, I'm I am over I'm I'm from the cradle to the grave. And so is God. But also, God is choice. He lets you choose. So you've got these jacked up relationships where men are fornicating. You're not supposed to be having sex until you're married anyway. That's to protect the woman. That's to protect the child. That's to protect the man. That is how it's supposed to be done. You're supposed to protect the marriage. You're supposed to protect the woman and the child. God instituted this. And you got people laying up with each other, having sex with each other, and walking away, leaving the woman to handle everything. And everybody, this is the part that really gets me. You are pro-life, like I am. But when the baby's born, you put your neck on his neck. That's just the, let's just call it like that. You put your knee on the neck of the baby because that's what racism is. The baby comes into the world and they don't have a chance at a decent education. They don't have a chance to have a decent life. Matter of fact, that same baby that you fought to the death to be brought into, you put in a prison. That same baby that you fought to the death, you won't permit them to go to the school with you. That same baby that you brought into the world, helped bring into the world because you pro-life, you won't let them live in your neighborhood. Oh yeah, that same baby, if they walk past you, you clutch your purse. That same baby, that same child. Something's not right here. God is not happy. God is not pleased. He is not pleased. I have two awesome pastors, Pastor Steve Dow, Pastor Yvonne Dow, and they are white. Matter of fact, Pastor Steve is American Indian. 
But guess what? They don't have a racist bone in their body. Not none. Not one. But people will accuse them of that because of the color of their skin. And I've already talked about that. We, When you're born again, you're neither white nor black. You're neither male nor female anymore. You are a new creation. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. We don't know. You don't know the God. The God. The, wait a minute. Let me, let me make this perfectly clear. You. It don't matter what you think. It don't matter what you think about me. It don't matter what you think about God. God is still God, baby. Whether or not you are in agreement or not. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. And only through him to the Father. This is not up for debate. This is not up for discussion. You can believe it or don't believe it. You believe it, you're going to get born again. And you're going to heaven. And guess what? You're coming back to earth to reign and rule and rock this this earth in Christ Jesus. He is going to be the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's going to sit on the throne of David, period, whether you agree with it or not, right? But the Christian faith is different from the Muslim faith. The Christian faith is different because we don't cut people's heads off if they are not in agreement with us. We love our enemies. As a matter of fact, the Christian faith, we will die for a Muslim. That's right. But instead, and not all Muslims, but some Muslims, the fanatical, the, the fringes, they will chop our heads off. That's a big difference between the Christians and every other religion on planet Earth. We walk in signs and wonders. We do the things of God. We are the seed of God. We are the children of God. I have personally, personally, myself, prayed and, and sent hurricanes away. I have personally, with my mouth, with the Christ Jesus in me, stopped storms, stopped the rain, shut it down in the name of Jesus. I have personally laid hands on people and commanded cancer to leave their body, and it left. I have personally raised my own daddy from the dead, not once, not twice, but three times his heart stopped. Three times I commanded my father's heart to start again. And only when I said, don't do it, when don't resuscitate him again, when I said that, his heart stopped. Don't tell me about what Christian, but unfortunately, we have Christians that have not rightly divided the word, have not been sitting under the correct teaching. They don't have no power. They don't have no authority. And they look just like the world. They don't have no strength or anything to fight off the wiles of the devil. And so they act like the people of the world, although they go into heaven. That's really sad because it makes Christianity, it makes Christ Jesus Look bad because people say, well, aren't they Christians? And you see those Christians in the same place you're at. You see those Christians doing the same thing. And guess what? They high profile Christians too. Watching uh, um, their wives have sex with another man. Christian, right? Th this is this is what we have to understand. God is not going to play the radio with us any longer. And I'm talking to Christian. I'm not talking about the world. And something awesome happened with Jonathan Kahn. Something awesome happened. My pastor, Pastor Yvonne, 
Dow. She went to Washington, D.C., and it was hundreds of thousands of Christians that got down on their knees in the soggy, wet grass. They got down on their knees and they repented for America. They repented and they turned from their wicked ways. And guess what? God heard them and God is going to heal our land. Our land shall be healed. But I'm going to tell you right now, people need to wake up and smell the coffee. People need to understand who is this God that we are serving? He is the real deal. And just like he did it in 1812. And there, there's other, other, I mean, there's so many um, miraculous uh, manifestations of God in American history. I mean, but they cover it up. They don't share this in the textbooks so people don't know. And let me tell you something. Let me get this straight. We got all these people trying to go back to communism, trying to go back to socialism, trying to go back to all these isms. And let me tell you something. This is why history is so important. All of these things have been tried before. Guess what? Russia was a communist country and it, it went down the tubes because communism doesn't work. Fascism in Italy, it went down the tube. It don't work. Socialism, it don't work. Communism in China, it don't work. We are, we keep saying we're a democracy. Let's get it straight here. We are a constitutional republic. We are a constitutional republic. We elect representatives to uphold the Constitution. And then you've got the two camps of justices that look at the Constitution as being progressive and and not being progressive, right? Scalia versus um, uh, RGB, right? Ruth, right? So we got people have different perspective on the Constitution, Constitution, and we need to understand the Congress, right, which is the House of Representatives and what the Senate. We need to understand the powers of the executive branch and we need to understand the judicial branch. I got a problem. I'm sorry. I got a problem with what has happened with one hundred and ninety eight judges have been put in federal, state and the Supreme Court position, 198 judges, not one judge is Hispanic, not one judge is African-American. You can't find one, not one. You can't find another Clarence Thomas. I mean, really, can't you find one? No, this is not right. And God is not pleased. This is not the design of our Constitution. In actuality, the Congress should have more power than all the other branches because the because the Congress is elected by the people, just like the president. But it's that there's a more uh, control. The people have more control in the election of the Congress. And let me tell you something. Everybody needs to vote in the next two years. Everybody's focusing on this election. Yeah, yes, I want everybody to vote. And I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm going to tell you, get to Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit who to vote for. Right? So the bottom line is this, is that there's an election two years after that. And that is important. And do you know only one out of four people vote will vote in um in 2022 only 
Only um four, one out of four people. I'm voting. I'm voting on every. I'm voting for the dog catcher. I'm going to vote. But that's far. I mean, we we have just totally given up voting, and also we're not voting wisely. We don't know nothing about the candidates. We go in there and we believe the propaganda, and we believe, and we don't see what's really going on. God is not. Please, and I'm telling you right now, a spiritual tornado is coming to the world. A spiritual tornado is coming to America. A spiritual tornado is coming to Washington, D.C., and it's going to clean up this house. Evil is going to be wiped out. And my Lord and Savior, King Jesus, is coming back and he's going to rock and rule this earth. He's going to rock and rule this universe, period, whether you agree or not. And I recommend strongly that you get on the winning team and accept Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because if you're not, you're on the wrong team and you are not going to make it. Guess what? We all live forever. I got a really good friend that I love. I adore him. He is my first love. I thought he was going to be my husband. And he is an atheist. He don't believe in Jesus no more. He don't believe in God at all. And I have prayed for him and I'm still praying for him. But guess what? If he does not change his mind, if he does not accept Christ Jesus as his Lord and Savior, he is going to hell, period. And I don't want him to go there. But guess what? God doesn't want him to go there either. Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, are you telling me you're saying who's going there? I don't decide that. You decide that. You have a choice. God is a God of choice, everyone. And he's a holy God. He's a just God. And he has sent the Holy Spirit to help us make the right choices. I want to close out this broadcast with Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that Christ Jesus is God and He God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you once again for joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94.